Money FM 89.3, best of prime time. This is Prime Time on Money FM 89.3. I'm Rachel Kelly. Now, stadiums across the UK are set to be converted into vaccination stations. And as the country promises to open hundreds of more vaccination sites in the coming days in order to ramp up delivery of booster shots amid a surge in Omicron cases. Now, this move comes after Health Secretary Sajid Javid told Parliament that the new coronavirus strain now accounts for 20% of confirmed COVID-19 cases in England, while the estimated number of daily infections is about 200,000. That's according to a modelling from the UK Health Security Agency. At least one person in the UK has died from Omicron, and Prime Minister Boris Johnson has announced a new set of measures to tackle the spread ahead of the festive season. To get the details, we're joined now by Alexander Akaboom, who is a political analyst at Global Risk Insights. Alexander, thank you so much for joining us. Hello there. Good morning from uh, cloudy London. How are you? Cloudy London. Well, hello. Good evening from sunny Singapore, although it is 20 past six here. But Alexander, tell us, since you are in cloudy London, what is the current sentiment and situation like where you are at the moment? Well, um, the cases have been uh, going up fairly consistently. Yesterday, we've had uh, another more than 55,000 cases reported. As you already mentioned, our first death uh, related to the Omicron variant. Uh, This morning, the Deputy Prime Minister mentioned that there are 10 hospitalizations. um, So that is fairly low considering uh, this new variant for, uh, for a bit now. Um, however, um, with new restrictions coming into place, uh, fears of a lockdown, uh, things aren't looking too good in the UK at the moment. And over the weekend, Alexander, we did see the alarm sounded by raising the national COVID-19 alert level. And in a rare televised address, Prime Minister Boris Johnson said emergency measures were needed to prevent hospitals from becoming overwhelmed in the weeks ahead. Can you talk us through some of the new measures? Absolutely. So today, actually, Parliament will be voting on Mm -hmm. uh, the new rules, uh, which include uh, mandatory face masks, the introduction of using the uh, COVID passports or QR codes to enter, um, let's say, high density uh, premises. um, And the work from home mandate has again been reintroduced. Not without controversy, I must say. Um, Parliament does have, well, the Conservative Party itself does have some rebels who will be voting against these measures. However, this is this is Plan B at the moment, and there are fears that this could be expanded to a possible Plan C, Plan D. The government has not ruled out on further restrictions being put into place before Christmas, and there are some fears that a new lockdown could be reintroduced in Britain. The, according to a, a scientific study done by the London School of Hygiene and Tropical Medicine, mm-hmm. if no new stringent uh, measures are introduced um, within the next five months, the UK could cause between 25,000 and 75,000 additional deaths in England, which is uh, a frightening prospect for the government. Alexander, just to remind a little bit, as you mentioned, uh, Prime Minister Boris Johnson will potentially face significant revolt within his own party today when the House of Commons votes votes on new coronavirus restrictions for England. And in an article in the New York Times, it stated that when Prime Minister Boris Johnson warned his country in a televised address on Sunday night that a tidal wave was coming, he might well have been talking about his own political future. What are your thoughts on that? Absolutely. Um, as, it, as it stands now, it looks like 75 to 80 Tory MPs uh, are about to revolt against Boris Johnson in this, in this latest vote on the new measures. 
this is the biggest revolt uh, Boris Johnson's ever seen. It almost has parallels with some of the revolts uh, that Theresa May has seen in the past. But even going all the way back to Margaret Thatcher, the Tory backbenchers uh, are a force to be reckoned with. And considering the discontent they have now for their prime minister, who has lost popularity both within Parliament as well as outside with the public, Boris Johnson is really on a knife's edge here right now. And I must know that in two days' time, there is um, a by-election for North Shropshire, mm-hmm. which could be seen as a proxy vote on whether uh, the general public uh, would still like to see Boris Johnson as their prime minister or not. But as it stands now, it looks like the Liberal Democrats will be winning that seat that used to always be a very safe seat for the Conservative Party. And you've spoken there about public sentiment, but let's talk a little bit about business sentiment. Earlier on in his market report, my colleague JP mentioned that Weatherspoons has warned that these new restrictions could lead to a half-year loss um, and an annual loss as well. What are, what are your what are your thoughts on, or what kind of sentiment have you seen from business and response have you seen in terms of their reaction to Plan B? Well, businesses have been very fed up with well the complete well lacking of, of, of support from the government here. This is also one of the reasons why uh, Tory backbenchers are revolting very pro-business, these particular Tory backbenchers, um, because they fear that, well, as it stands in Plan B, businesses with well large crowds will be required to inspect COVID passes, but these Tory backbenchers are fearful that this could be expanded to um, the regular pub, to your local cafe, uh, to small shops, which mm-hmm. would really, really hamper the stream of uh, well clientele into these particular businesses. So businesses have been very hesitant to accept these particular rules. The same applies to just the average Joe on the street. Um, the hypocrisy of, of course, these, these Christmas parties held mm-hmm. last year by the, uh, the Conservative Party have infuriated the public. A large majority of the public has quite outspokenly, which is, which is quite rare for Britons, said that they would not be accepting these, these new rules if, it, you know, if, there are, if there's uh, two different measurements, let's say, one for uh, the privileged uh, Westminster bubble and one for the public. Uh, so I think the election uh, or by-election in two days' time will once again uh, give a very clear signal Um, on what the public thinks of the uh, Conservative handling of this particular pandemic. We're speaking with Alexander Akaboom, political analyst at Global Risk Insights. But Alexander, let's not forget why we are seeing these measures put in place. How might Plan B help to prevent the National Health Service from being overwhelmed during this colder festive festive period well that's the thing you also need to look at the uh the the silver lining of this um Mm -hmm. this yeah this this plan b of course um cases are on the rise boris johnson again with a very very ambitious booster uh campaign um all 30 plus uh well all all people aged 30 plus are allowed to make an appointment for their booster jabs uh, before the end of this year deputy prime minister said that 40 percent of adults have already gotten their booster vaccination so he is really pushing for this boost of uh, campaign to ultimately yeah, beat Omicron before it actually spreads uh, right throughout society. Uh, the NHS has already announced that they're going to be postponing regular appointments mm. which uh, to focus on this uh, vaccination campaign. The military has also been mobilised to assist 
in vaccinating at large stadiums, as you've mentioned previously. So it will hopefully offset the pressures that the NHS is currently feeling. However, as the uh, London School of Hygiene and Tropical Medicine has already said, the, these measures in Plan B don't go far enough. And that's why there are fears for a, a potential lockdown to avoid the possibility of having 25 to 75,000 deaths in England over the next five months. So what would that potential lockdown look like over Christmas? And does this feel a little bit, little bit like deja vu? It was a similar situation at the end of last year, wasn't it? Absolutely. And this is why the public is quite upset about it, because it feels like a betrayal. Um, Boris Johnson has been saying that uh, Christmas would not be uh, in trouble this year, uh, that people would be able to be with their family members again. Some people still haven't been able to see family members mm. for years since the start of this pandemic. But now, indeed, it does feel like a deja vu, because chances are that Boris Johnson will once again say, avoid seeing your family, and perhaps uh, household mixing will not be permitted again if a possible plan C or D were to be implemented. So um, it does feel a little bit like Groundhog Day for most Britons here during Christmas, such an important holiday in this country. Um, so people are um, very upset with, uh, with the government that they have no clear strategy here on how to approach uh, this, this cold season. But the UK isn't alone, Alexander. We saw public health authorities in Denmark and Norway on Monday release grim projections for the oncoming wave of Omicron uh, that coronavirus coronavirus variant, predicting that it will dominate both countries in just a matter of days. What's the situation like across in Europe then? Absolutely. Um, well, we've seen that the UK in that regard has perhaps been uh, too little too late. That's mm-hmm. what the opposition says. Because when looking at, for example, the Netherlands or Germany or Austria, uh, they were some of the front runners in implementing a new uh, semi sort of lockdown or, or stringent rules when it comes to arriving into the country or um, entering a restaurant or, or cafe. Germany and and Austria have the uh, 2G uh, system in place currently where you're only allowed to enter restaurants if you've been vaccinated or if you've actually had COVID previously. Uh, The testing regime uh, doesn't exist anymore. Uh, People are forced to be vaccinated. Uh, In the Netherlands, um, all shops and restaurants close at five o'clock. Household mixing uh, isn't allowed. Um, So the UK has been lacking slightly. However, um, continental Europe has been a little bit more progressive here, hoping to slow uh, the tide of Omicron. However, cases do uh, still appear to be on the rise. As you said, uh, Scandinavia is, is having uh, quite a tough time at the moment and uh, this looks to be, again, uh, a very tough season uh, for Europe when it comes to this new variant. Well, let's hope that things do pick up and get better on the back of Plan B. Alexander, thank you so much for joining us on the show tonight. Thank you very much. Thank you. We've been speaking with Alexander Akaboom, political analyst at Global Risk Insights. He's been sharing with us some updates and key updates in terms of the COVID-19 and Omicron situation in the UK. You're listening to Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.